0: Hi, I'm Dr. Diane Craig, and this is Too Soon to Stop, the How to Reinvent Yourself channel with a focus on people like myself who are at the end of one career but want to continue to help others with a new focus. At the age of 64, I am using my life's experience of over 30 years as an emergency medicine physician to serve as the backbone of a lot of my teachings. I sometimes feel like I am journaling in front of the entire world, which I think is a good thing. It keeps me honest and humble, and most of all, close to God, who I believe put this mission on my heart in the first place. Today's episode is very personal, and I certainly hope it helps many. I graduated from medical school at 26 years of age and entered into a combined internal medicine and pediatric residency. This would allow me to become double boarded in internal medicine and pediatric medicine. I can take care of adults and children once completing this program. It would take me four years of very hard work and long hours to complete my training. Some days I would work 36 hours straight with very little break. The center that I trained in is referred to as a tertiary care center. This means that all specialties are available 24-7. Any specialist is simply a phone call and an elevator ride away. And we were always very busy. Anyway... By the time I was 28 and in my third year of training through this rigorous program, I had developed a very large non-cancerous tumor on my uterus. It is called a fibroid. The fibroid had grown so large that it filled my entire abdominal cavity. It looked like I was six months pregnant. While the tumor did not hurt, it was obvious that I had to have it removed, or it would start to impact other organs and eventually impact my health. So, to my deep disappointment, at the tender age of 28, I had to have a hysterectomy. Fibroid tumors are very vascular, and any attempt to do anything other than remove it with my uterus could have led to life-threatening bleeding. To say it was a devastation is an understatement. I would never be able to have biological children of my own, and this happened to me before my 30th birthday. As a woman, this led to a lot of shame, and I refused to even talk about it for decades. Furthermore, it became obvious to others that I, of course, was not having children. I would receive all sorts of unsolicited advice from others telling me things such as I need to put my career on hold and start having babies. As a woman, this was far more important than becoming a doctor, I was being told. People, especially other women, would make insensitive comments about how I did not have a child despite my career accomplishments and therefore did not quite measure up as a woman. Of course, childbirth was impossible for me because of the hysterectomy, but I felt there was no way I was going to share this incredibly painful and personal information with people who would say such hurtful things to me and tell me once again to give up becoming a doctor. Fast forward, I met my husband and married him in my late 30s. He had no interest in having additional children as he already had two from his first marriage. Even so, people would continue to remind me that I did not have children and how I needed to have babies to be the best wife to my husband. When are you going to get pregnant, they would ask. You should have given your husband at least a couple of children by now. I realized now that they really did not know what they were talking about and simply making generalities because my husband was perfectly content with not having any additional children and was very much willing to totally accept me as I was. However, the presumptive comments were meant to make me feel less than and, well, they worked. I simply smiled politely and would not say, anything, or go into any details. I now want to get this out as a testament to not let anything negative hold you back, especially if it's not your fault. This is the hand God had dealt me. I do not like it or even to this day want to embrace it, but God does not need my permission for things to turn out the way they have. It is my responsibility to accept his will and continue to allow him to use me in powerful ways to help others. It still hurts, and I have good days and most of the time, but sometimes I fall into a self-pity mode. This is where I really have to work at being grateful for what God has done for me, and I know will continue to do as well. If I had my way, I would have loved to have a biological daughter. God did things his way, however. I do have two incredible young women in my life. I refer to them as our daughter and our daughter-in-law because of the relationship that I have been able to build with them over the years. At one time, I even referred to them as my daughter and my daughter-in-law. Well, one of the women who comes from a mixed family and knew I had no biological children sharply rebuked me for doing this. I realize that not everyone is fortunate enough to have the type of relationship that I enjoy with our mixed family. I use the word our. This brings me great joy and shows that I have totally accepted my daughters as my own and know that they know that I will do anything for them. They are incredibly noble and admirable strong women. I couldn't ask for better people if I had raised them myself. I also have a granddaughter who was growing up very quickly. This is God's will for me. I don't fully understand it and would have definitely done things differently but he did not ask my permission before he made his decision about my fertility. It deeply hurts even to this day, some 35 years later, but it is my reality that I have learned to live with. I no longer will allow shame to suppress what God has done and now embrace it to allow God to continue to shape me into the woman that he wants me to be so that he can use me in powerful ways. That doesn't mean that I like it, because I most certainly don't, but I accept it. I can be kind and patient with myself, and therefore I can pass this kindness and patience on to others. A perfect example of not liking the way things have turned out was Jesus just before he got crucified. He prayed to God, not my will, but yours be done. This is my prayer for myself as well. What I'm going through is nowhere near being crucified, but I still can handle things because I know this is God's will for my life. I can also now think back at the people who I allowed to shame me with thoughtless comments and pray the same thing that Jesus did before he died. Forgive them, Lord, for they do not know what they are doing. I take responsibility for how I handled my infertility over the years. I cannot hold on to, well, if they hadn't said such and such, these cruel things, blah, blah, blah. It is so important to embrace my past and accept things that I cannot change. How I choose to handle this in the past led me to doubting myself as a woman. Now I totally embrace and do take responsibility of how I handle things today. All in, expect success despite never having biological children. It was never God's will or intent for me to feel less than. This was my doing. He has another plan for me, therefore I will never hold back again. I share this with you to show you that I am not simply in this to brag about my accomplishments. We all have hard knocks and lessons, and this most certainly is mine. I deeply desire to help you to become the best version of yourself through my sharing. I don't know how much allowing the shame has tripped me up over the years and stunted my growth, but I will do all I can not to let this happen in the future. As an infant, we are all able to view ourselves in the purest of sense. We think everyone is our friend initially, and the world revolves around us. Everything is there for our comfort only. We don't give a second thought to how we impact or inconvenience others. We don't care if it's 3 a.m. and our mom or dad has to get up and go to work in a few hours. Our diaper is wet and we are hungry. We want to be made comfortable now. It is all about us. As we grow up, we have to be taught to feel less than. This is very sad but true. That is not to say that we should not be taught to share and be considerate of others, but there are also very negative lessons that accompany this as well. We do live in an imperfect world. We need to take responsibility for the things that are in our control and let go of things that we cannot do anything about, even if we don't like it. Thank you for listening. Until next time, praying for your success and wishing you the very best.